Welcome to the Paperclip Podcast presented by BSDA. We have one clear goal, help you to become bigger. Um, I'm your host, Brett Stone, and uh, today is episode 18 called Google Growth. So whether you're a regular listener or watcher of the show, um, thank you very much. You're appreciated. Um, whether you, I guess, you know, you've listened before or you're just tuning in for the first time, it's always great to uh, to have people listening. So um, hope that you enjoy the show today and you really get something um, important from it. Um, so on the show today, um, Google Ads have grown and added an additional headline and an additional description field, um, giving advertisers more room for making their message clear. So we'll. Uh, We'll go through that. And our very special guest today is Shannon from the Pajama Foundation. How are you? Good day, everybody. I'm good. <laughs> Thanks, Brett, for asking. And, uh, and so we'll kick things off today with um, talking a little bit about Google and, and why they've recently made their uh, text ads bigger. So Google recently rolled out uh, some changes to their um, Google Ads, uh, formerly known as Google AdWords, uh, a little bit like Prince, I guess. In the, you know, he was the artist formerly known as, and so I guess Google Ads are the uh, the ads formerly known as AdWords now, and so uh, basically that allows them the you know to to feature three headlines and two descriptions. Um, previously, this was two headlines and one description, so. Um, it is, uh, you know, quite a bit more text for people to consume and to um, to read. Um, that's good and bad, I suppose. Um, it's good for advertisers because in a in a kind of a time or a world now where we're seeing more and more video advertising, um, Google's kind of realizing that. Um, advertisers, uh, it's really helpful for advertisers to be able to explain. Um, their products and services a little bit clearer, and so that um, that might take having uh, having a bit more text in there to to really describe things and maybe just to to call um, call people out and and have a strong message as well. So um, it'll certainly be interesting to see what happens. Um, so th- you know, platforms like Facebook and and even um, YouTube pre-roll for, for video advertising. Are becoming very popular um, for uh, for all kinds of businesses, so um, hopefully this helps um, Google sort of bring back some of those um, text-based advertisers to Google Ads um, because they're certainly a very popular platform for businesses, and they they still, after such a long time, they're still um, one of the most effective types of advertising. So, obviously, trying to segue from Google Ads to the Pajama Foundation. That's, that's a pretty big, pretty big leap, but I'll give it a crack Literally. anyway. <laughs> so while Google is busy helping business owners get more from their advertising dollar, the Pajama Foundation is busy helping foster kids to feel empowered through learning life skills and showing them it's possible to achieve your dreams. How did I do? Very good. All right. Pretty spot on. We went through our little, um, you know, 30 second pitch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our team in our team meeting and that was pretty spot on so well done awesome yes <laughs> so it is my pleasure to introduce shannon o'brien from the pajama foundation hi everybody again <laughs> thanks very much for being here today yeah pleasure so um this is 
uh, the most popular question in the, in the whole podcast, so I love leading off with it. What was your very first job? Mackers. Mackers? Yeah. Finally, Mackers. finally. All right. <laughs> This is a this is a first, folks. We've we've not had somebody. I'm a big fan of the um, Macca's, uh sort of school of training and mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And so um, I've been waiting for an opportunity to have somebody on the show to, to maybe talk a little um, bit about that. I'm glad it can be me. <laughs> um, Macca's was fantastic training. So we mm-hmm. the um, staying in Macca's when I actually trained with them, which was a little while ago. Um, I actually, I'm one of six kids, mm-hmm. and um, but I'm number five mm-hmm. um, in the family. I was actually the uh, the first, and uh, not the only one, but the first one to get started in work at 14 and nine months, mm-hmm. which is the legal age. Um, but the um, the saying in Macca's when I was training or working there was, if you have time to lean, why don't you clean? Yep. So uh, you never stopped when you're on shift, mm-hmm. um, and it was yeah really good training. I don't you know I don't know if it's changed much much since I was on board, but mm-hmm. fantastic um, step into the um, into the employment space, mm. and you know they always did great things for the staff um, when I was on board and I went from staff member to um, team leader um, when I when I changed to a new Mac is opening up in our little area mm-hmm. um, so yeah it was it was some good time spent and what do you think in. you learned from that um, don't stop when you're on shift mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, you're there, you're there at work, you get paid for the work that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't expect to turn up and, and not, not do the best that you can. Just sleepwalk through the job. That's it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty good advice for anybody. I think. Yes. Yeah. So what made you kind of want to work for yourself? Well, I'm not working for myself. Um, so the Pajama Foundation was actually started in Queensland 15 years ago, mm-hmm. coming up to 15 years ago by, mm-hmm. by our fabulous CEO and founder, Bronwyn Sheehan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, my husband has businesses with partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father has always ran his own business, real estate, you know, it's just what my family do. Um, in terms of Melbourne, in terms of Melbourne, well, I was yeah. given the chance to start mm-hmm. operations in Melbourne. Um, what was that like? Uh, so good. It was <laughs> so good. So I actually came from the corporate world. I had, oh, go back 15 years. I had traveled overseas for five years. I'd mm-hmm. been in banking before I left. Travelled overseas for five years, got out of banking, went to hospitality. Mm-hmm. Great job for when you're travelling, you meet so many people, you have so much fun. Um, but when I came back, um, it was time to sort of start moving out of hospitality and, um, you know, that people-to-people um, contact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people get to the point where they're like, I just have to get out. I, mm. You know, when you stop 
um, wanting to be extra nice to people when you're <laughs> when you're working in restaurants, then it's probably you might be tired of it. It might be time to look at something else, mm-hmm. uh, or you just need to be refreshed. But um, I decided it was time to start moving out of hospitality and um, into yeah. My goal was just to find um, one of those corporate <laughs> jobs in the city course, in a big yeah. office. Um, I just, you know, the allure of the city was there mm-hmm. for me. So I made my way from hospitality on the floor to, into, you know, um, PA roles within hotels mm-hmm. companies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a funny story about one of them, but I'll tell you that later. Okay. And, <laughs> and then I ended up landing a job with, um, it was a lot of hard work to get into these roles, but um, mm-hmm. I landed a job in IBM um, as a PA. Mm-hmm. And I just thought well, that was the best thing ever. Mm. And it was fantastic, um, you know, the first year that I started there. Mm-hmm. But then there were a lot, I was with IBM for five years, but mm-hmm. um, there were a lot of changes that happened over the next few years. Mm-hmm. Downsizing in, you know, employees in, in Melbourne. And um, so I saw a lot of changes. And then, um, but one of the last roles that I in, was in there, so I went from, PA roles to marketing roles to Mm -hmm. the last role was a community role Mm -hmm. so working within the corporate citizenship team and I actually it was in that role at the at IBM that I um, read about the pajama foundation Mm -hmm. Um, and it was part of the IBM centennial we had to get as many IBMers out into the community on this one day which turned into a week as mm-hmm. we could, and um, as part of that, I actually helped the team in Sid- the Pajama Foundation in Sydney mm-hmm. um, by sending them a team of IBMers to get them um, set up mm-hmm. um, with all the programs that they needed, um, anything that they needed to get operations started there. Mm-hmm. But it was actually uh, when I read about the Pajama Foundation, I just thought, oh my gosh, that's who I want to work for one day. I mm-hmm. just went. That is just, it sounds amazing. So, um, an epiphany. Yeah. So, in the corporate, in IBM, in that role, um, you, you know, you get money to spend on the community. Um, and in my role, like I did get to work with a few community, gr- a lot of community groups, mm-hmm. right? To a lot. Um, and I could see a little bit of change, but I, you really don't have the contact with the people that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, that role finished up at IBM and then I went to, um, Australia Post, um, for some time. Um, the last role there was the leadership and development team. And then I heard that, um, the Pajama Foundation were coming to Melbourne, uh, and I couldn't put my hand up quick enough. So from the time I read about them to the time that they were coming to Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, it was about three years mm-hmm. and I got the job, which was just so, so, so exciting. So when I started operations down here, actually, when I found out that I got the job, I also found out that I was pregnant. So, and I got a little bit sick, I get a little bit sick when I'm pregnant. So anyway, it was interesting, but, um, you know, that first year I was just so focused on getting things off the ground and our CEO and founder, Bronwyn, works in Queensland, but she is one of these leaders. She is just so 
amazing. She puts her faith in, you know, her team. Um, this team, the um, two days up in Brisbane that we just had this week, you can see she has just picked the most perfect people for mm. for our team. There's 25 of us in a room and the positive energy that was coming out of everyone was just so beautiful. But the way she manages people is by just saying, you can do it. So the best work that I have ever done mm. has come out of only people putting their faith in me. Mm -hmm. um, and so that first year, I just had an absolute blast and I still continue to five years down the track have an absolute blast in my role. Mm -hmm. There's never any one day that's the same. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in the, in the um, first few years, it was just myself in Victoria um, for the first three, four years. Um, and so you have to, getting a foundation off the ground, you have to wear so many hats. It's, you know, um, so what we do at the Pajama Foundation, we recruit volunteers known as Pajama Angels who then go out to the home of children in care mm -hmm. and we work with them for an hour a week on anything fun and educational mm -hmm. sorry if i've gone off track but we'll no 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 it's that. fine it's great um so um you know as part of the role we do four trainings across the year so mm -hmm. um i actually used to like i don't like the word but hate public speaking in school <laughs> i mm -hmm. used to be the pe person that the classroom would laugh at mm -hmm when I got up and when I finished because I would I'd just do really bizarre things because I was so nervous it's confidence inspiring oh isn't my it? gosh so um and I remember the first training down here five years ago I got up to speak and I was like oh how's this gonna go and then after two minutes I went wow you've got to speak for the whole day so just like just do it and like yep. enjoy it. So, um, and I still get weird when I get up like for the, <laughs> that first, like, you know, 30 seconds, I'm like, oh, but then, you know, it just is a, I feel really empowered after I have to speak to people, um, you know, whether it. it's in training or whether I go and present at corporates or whether it's in front of a crowd of people, I, it actually, I thrive on it now. Um, so yeah, as part of the role, you're training people, um, you are having to present to people, you're having to place, you know, we get um, foster agencies who send referrals of mm -hmm. children to our program who we then have to place. So then you are in the office, you're, you know, matching children, pajama angels, who's going to be the right fit together. So you have to have, a, I, I think, good um, emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. I think. Um, and then, gosh, you have to put fundraising events on across mm -hmm. the year. So, um, you know, now we've sort of, um, we have uh, really now what we do as an organization across the year. But um, when we first started down here, we were doing these, they were called the long road events. Mm -hmm. um, and w after the second year down here, the first year was actually perfect perfect it was down on the frankston foreshore mm -hmm. 60 people came you know um it was a perfect day rained on either side but perfect weather on the day and it just mm -hmm. went beautifully the second year we got one of those 45 degree heat days mm -hmm. so i had volunteers turning up nearly passing out um it just oh, like people got sent down the wrong way of like you know a, a the road like it was just awful <laughs> so there was actually tears after that 
after that second event and thank goodness Bron said you don't have to do them anymore and I said thank you <laughs> so um so that event was um sorry we've got people walking past hi <laughs> um so we ended up stopping those events and yep. we said um you know outdoor events just I mean they're really tough it it's not just in Melbourne you know in other states um, when it's one person trying to organize an event that size, oh my Lord, you've got to call in so many people, so many favors. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we've, we've, um, canceled the outdoor event. Um, and now we do a battle of the brains trivia event, um, instead, mm -hmm. which is, um, which is perfect. We have so much fun this year. You came. Um, yeah, it was great. And, you know, we raised a really great amount. We had 210 people there. Um, and we raised great money. And we had dance-offs. We had talent shows. Like, it was just awesome. Yeah, it was. So, yes, so back to the hats that you have to wear. Then you have to, um, you know, know how to run events. Yes. That's just another skill. Mm. And then you have to know how to speak to government bodies, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, principals at school. Like, just you have to wear a lot of hats. Mm. So. Um, You've got to be able to reach all of these different people at their level and, mm -hmm. and be able to engage them, make them feel comfortable and confident and all those things as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, you know, because I'm one person down here, what we've done over the last few years is actually um, we've had interns working with us mm -hmm. and that has just been amazing. So as part of the internship, what I want to get most out of those interns mm -hmm. or uh, yeah, what I want to get really is, is I want to see them grow from when they come on board to when they leave. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they've just, yeah, they've been really um, what, helps us to operate down here with yep. the amount of you know admin that we have because you know working in the field that we do you have to have so many checks in place you like everyone has to be like um the right fit for our program they're working mm. with the most vulnerable kids in the country yep. um so you know there's a lot of admin um, work mm. that comes out of it so um yeah we need we need help in that space for sure and that that really adds to the program and what do you think they get, the, the interns get from, from being part of such a, um, like an agile environment? Mm, I think that um, it sends them off. So I, I you know, some of the um, interns that we've had, um, they've sort of come from all walks of, um, of the, you know, the career spe spectrum. So we've had event interns before. Mm -hmm. We've had, you know, people doing, um, girls doing AOD, so alcohol and drugs, uh, a double diploma along with mental um, health. Yep. Um, but what it does, you know, you don't, they're not just coming in and we're learning, you know, it's not a silo sort of mm -hmm. approach. They're not just learning like, this part of the role, they really get to see how a business operates mm -hmm. and they, I make sure that they get to, by the end of the internship, you know, we, we ask them, what's your goal? Like, what do you want to, by the end of this, what do you want to 
beside it helping with your the course that you're doing mm-hmm. um you know and having to you know have that as part of your diploma what do you want to get out of this and one girl that we had last year she really she was um she struggled i guess with confidence when she came on board and her goal by the end of that year was to present mm-hmm. um to you know didn't matter who but um yeah on the last day that she was with us she um <laughs> she took that chance and she presented um you know um to an agency we were all together mm-hmm. she was well supported mm-hmm. she did an amazing job though mm-hmm. um and now she's you know um assistant manager at um at an organization and doing just the most amazing things so um yeah confidence seeing them really um come out of their shell for me is like just a really special thing mm. i think because you know i I've, I've struggled with that before so mm-hmm. seeing them come out with that is is really fantastic um but it you know it comes back to what do they want yeah so what do you think or how do you think you develop the skills um, over your career to, to kind of be as successful as you are in this role? Uh, so I actually did so many different roles. Like, I've had a lot of jobs. <laughs> Until IBM. Well like, experienced. Yeah. Well experienced. So I think I was 28, maybe 29 when I started at IBM. Mm-hmm. Um, and up until then, I, oh gosh, the most I'd been in a role was maybe two years. Okay. So, and then IBM was five years, mm-hmm. uh, and now here I'm nearly five years again, but mm-hmm. I tried so many, I was always working out, I never didn't work, mm-hmm. but gosh, I was over in London. Um, I started, I even, um, tried my hand at floristry. I was mm-hmm. a florist in London, florist in LA. I was in banking, I was in hospitality. Um, so I think all of those skills have sort of just fitted perfectly with what I needed to do down here. And, you know, I didn't have, I probably, yeah, there were definitely skills like the, the, um, the speaking mm-hmm. skills, mm-hmm. Um, presenting in front of people. That was not a forte, but, um, but I just had to get, good at that one that was a big thing for me um Mm -hmm. it was really um yeah being confident and getting up and speaking in front of any crowd um that I had to that I had to work on and so obviously throughout that time you've worked with um uh, alongside lots of other people and you obviously had times where um perhaps you you're working on your own what's what's the difference between the two for you uh so pretty much from ibm when i started at ibm to now i've been in roles that i have like in ibm um in the last few roles my my team were up in sydney Mm -hmm. so even though i was in the office in south bank um you know yeah, my team wasn't around. It was always, mm. you know, communicated over the phone. I don't find that there's any, for me, um, there's no difference. There can be a difference if you let it, If you know, it can be hard if you let it be hard, but, you know, communication's key, right? Mm. Um, 
like there's I mean we've got so many great things now that you can you can so easily stay connected as a team zoom calls all that sort of thing mm. um you there I mean I guess in the pajama foundation when we've had tough times like uh, those those tears that I shed for the event that didn't go well mm-hmm. um at those in those times I definitely wished that I had a little team around that could yep. you know share that those struggles with me mm-hmm. um but you know now I've got Jomar on board who came on board last September mm-hmm. and I think we just work so we work so well as a team um we're just it just we're yeah. we're perfect together I think um as somebody that observes that like every day you can see it yeah clearly like having I've spent uh you know, I spent prior to having my own businesses. I, I spent sixteen years working in contact centres. Yes, and so it's um, it's I got used to seeing you know the dynamics of different people working side by side yeah. all the time. Yeah, and some of it um, is really great, and some of it is is not so great. Yes, um, a little bit like you know maybe working with your brother or sister. I guess is yeah. that after a while you know you get a bit tired of each other and you need a break or whatever. But yeah. I can you know personally I see. Uh, the the two of you every day and yeah it's, yeah it looks like the you like the dynamic duo. yeah well he I mean he when he started with us he was twenty and he is just so he's one of those people that um, you know you don't need to go through anything twice with mm. um, he just know like everything it just it, it's very logical to him um, so he is very smart and he is a real go-getter as well mm-hmm. um so and gosh there's 20 something years between us so i shouldn't say that but um but yeah i just i do i think we're you know we're really great friends and we just want to see the best for each other and the best mm-hmm. for the program um so yeah it's been really good it's been mm-hmm. really good and i i think i hope i do you know um I push him in, I just want him to learn more and more. Mm-hmm. And um, so sometimes I, I push him a little bit and, you know, make him, you know, for public speaking things. Mm-hmm. I really, um, I've just started getting him to go along and, um, you know, speak at schools by himself. And mm-hmm. he's loved it. Loved being back in that setting. And yep. yeah, so it's been, it's been great. It's been really good. And what do you think the single greatest challenge that you've faced so far has been? Uh, funding in Victoria. <laughs> Full stop. Okay. It is so, from the time that um, I started down here, Bron's like, oh, so you've got to find your um, funding for your wage every year. I'm like, Ooh, hmm, how do I do that? <laughs> um, so fundraising is a, you know, a, like one of the big hats that you have to wear. Um so yeah that's been a real struggle but um i think as a national organization now we work so well together that um you know that has become easier for us as an organization we're supported by some beautiful philanthropists down here in victoria Mm -hmm. um but you know it's always it's always something that you know that that bucket runs out so you need to always have that in your mind Mm -hmm. um of where where those funds are going to come from Mm -hmm. um so the program can can continue Mm. Mm. and what's the 
what's the, the biggest challenge with that? Well, again, like, I actually was speaking at the team meeting with um, my, what do you say, she does my role in Sydney. Um, Your Sydney equivalent? That's the one, yes. (laughs) I couldn't find it there. Um, But for, and I was saying to her, I feel like I need to know, like, um, you know, a bit about every industry because the you know mm-hmm. i mean there's there's down here we're not supported by the victorian government as yet mm-hmm. so we're constantly having conversations you know with people in those areas mm-hmm. um but yeah having knowledge of how everything works together mm-hmm. um you know who gets the money why they get the money can we get the money it's mm-hmm. it can be <laughs> it can be a tricky one it can be yeah, mm. just knowing how we can fit into that puzzle. But, you know, I mean, I'm always having great... I just had a great conversation with Richard, who's in our office today, and mm. he's got some fabulous ideas. Um, and I think now, you know, might be the time to sort of... We've spoken about them, you know, in the past five years, but mm-hmm. um, we, you know, it's... it's um, to do a few of the things you need to think about spending money but he's just got great ideas for how to not spend money to mm, do what we want to do perfect. so yeah. we're always working on it um mm. and i'm always you know i always catch up with people just to pick their brains mm-hmm. um to see um to see what other suggestions they might have so mm. Mm. i think it's important to always keep that you know keep a steady flow of new ideas all the time because there's only so many you can come up with um, on your own. Mm. Um, so sometimes just talking to other people about um, the ideas that you've got might prompt them to say, "Oh, well, what about this as exactly. well?" And then exactly. Yeah. And I do you know what? I think that's why Joe Mar and I work so well together. I think mm-hmm. you know um, the fact that he is he's the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting, he's got, you know, I, I, I don't know about the younger generation and what they're doing lately, but he's always coming up mm-hmm. with these great, great new ideas of different apps we should be using or different areas that we should be looking in mm-hmm. where, you know, you do, you need to keep fresh and yep. you need to, um, you know, yeah, we can't stop ourselves from getting older, but you can definitely, um, plug in with the younger generation in, in, you mm-hmm. know different different ways yeah Mm. and if you had to do do it all again knowing what you you know now is there anything that you would do differently in the the journey Mm. for the pajama foundation um there's nothing i don't think there you know for a while there i look back and think how did i keep that up with my two boys at home i sort of feel like you know did i miss a bit of time because events time when it whenever an event comes up mm. you sort of you know it can like the running around the um the time that you have to spend on events can be pretty mm-hmm. can be pretty tough on your family i think mm-hmm. um but you know could i have done it any differently besides getting more helpers in and only helpers that can't, you know, that we can't pay. <laughs> um, there's, I don't think there is really, um, 
you know, maybe a few other things from my life could have been sort of mm-hmm. parked, but I don't think I could have, um, you know, parked what I was doing with the Pajama Foundation. Yep. We're now at a point where things are going, you know, really well. Okay, that funding's going to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I can, now that we've got Jomar on board and I can focus a little bit more on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, you've got to get the program to a certain point mm. um before you can find you know before we could find funding for mm. another person down here so but now that we're at that point mm. then um you know as i said it will come but yeah i don't know i don't know if there's much i could do differently mm. and what do you think the the best advice you've been given is the best advice I imagine. I uh, uh, do you know what I have had so much advice that so much great advice I really have. Whether it's me, you know, calling Bronwyn to you know just ask, ask to ask what the next approach should be, or going mm-hmm. to you know through um, one of the business networks down here, going to um, have conversations with you know the experts from you know either the marketing field or advertising mm-hmm. field or. Um, I've had so much advice that I just can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Was there something in your, like perhaps even in your early, um, in your early career, maybe as like a PA, like, is there something there where you, you know, you heard something one day or somebody gave you like this, this one thing and you thought, this is when oh. I, yeah, like, oh, like there is. And like you, you think about all the years later and you look back on it and you think that one piece of advice that I got, you know, on, you know, this day, I've taken that and I can see it applied in like this job and this thing that I do each day or whatever it is. I might have to come back to that question. The one, the one for me was, uh, I think I early 2000s maybe, uh, the manager that I had at the time, he said to me, he gave me the, the best advice then, which was let it go. So if you can't control it, if you don't, um, if you're not responsible for the outcome, if you can't influence what the next step is, yeah. you've got to let it go. You've got to be able to accept that that's what's happened. That's and then, really good advice. Yeah. <laughs> it was what I needed to hear at the time. Really because I was, good. I was just going crazy at the time with yeah. like worrying about things that, I couldn't control and then allowing those to impact yeah. my day or, or how I was able to do my job at the time. And so being able to look at something now and just think, I just, you know, having, sometimes it can be a bit cold. You can, mm. you can look at things and be like, well, that's it. But like, you have to be able to do that. I, I wish we had have spoken, um, about five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that advice would have been really great. I'm I'm really good now mm-hmm. in this past year, only because of things that have happened in my personal life and me being more self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um, Self-awareness is very underrated. So actually in the team meeting that we had in um, Queensland, because we work in this area mm-hmm. um, of trauma, you if you're not self-aware and don't understand how, how you are made up as a person... Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, you know, things can happen. You, you're so close to trauma every day. You're having so many conversations, you know, in that space that um, you need to know how you tick. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really good now. And it, it's probably because, um, you know, at one point I went in, you know, um, to that self-protection mode. Mm-hmm. And then in that, in that place, you really, um, have to figure out sort of maybe why you've gone there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been a bit of a journey over the past nine months and I've been, reading a lot into um positive psychology and um you know vicarious trauma and um yeah it's actually been really really fantastic for us you know not just um you know in my career but personally and with our family it's been yeah really a great hard journey but uh now that i'm on this side of the year a, a really beneficial journey and I think um, just positive language alone mm. plays like a huge part in that. The way Absolutely. that we talk about, um, you know, ourselves, the way that we talk about what we're going to do, what we've done, what our plans are, um, how we explain something to another person, um, all of those little things where, um, you know, things like, oh, you know, I'm not very good at this, but I'm sure you'll be great. Like little things like that that we we don't think about every day. Mm. But like it's that constant, like telling yourself, oh, you know, I'm not that good at something. Mm -hmm. And after a while, it just wears away at you and you kind of, you forget that um, maybe that you've said it Mm. every day for 10 years or something and and eventually it just sort of takes its toll. Yeah. And so I think... And the whole, like, um, you know, as part of... um, being trauma informed it's really like i i read that it, this is um part of the course that i was doing like it is to um have no judgment and i like i thought yeah like i used to i think i used to be pretty judgy mm-hmm. but now like when i feel like little thoughts come into my head i just push them out and it's it's a really like with those bad thoughts just push pushing them out mm-hmm. and it you know it can be um you know, you have to might have to push out more some days than others, but yeah, that's right. You know, being so persistence beats resistance. Exactly. You yeah. Just, you just have to keep trying as yes. much as it. That's the the challenge is keeping trying. That's it. Because um, with with the continuing to try comes the the removal of those things happening. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Gonna be deep there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. That, that's that's awesome. Um, so, thinking back to the first time you were trying to drum up, um, you know, people that were willing to donate to invest mm-hmm. in um, in the program in Melbourne. Yeah. What were some of the things that you you were doing? Uh, lots early of business on? networks, mm-hmm. sort of all over Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to, and you know what? Like when I used to be in the corporate world, networking it just used to be my like, oh, like I just mm. Mm, did not my. So that was probably another struggle in this role: networking. Mm-hmm. Um, did not like it one little bit. Um, but I pushed myself to get out there and just mm-hmm. be part of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the more, the more that 
you're part of the community and and um, you've got friends out there that sort of come out of those those um, net, um, out of those meetings then mm. yeah you can um, start to feel really supported in everything that you're trying to do mm. Mm. and so after the first time that somebody you know maybe becomes a pajama angel or they um, what's the what's sort of the, the process for making them feel kind of welcome and part of the team I guess we do across the year we do um, four spread your wings events mm-hmm. we also do meet and mingle so spread your wings events are more uh, sort of like I guess professional development we'll get great speakers in mm-hmm. um, that will benefit the pajama angel in their role as pajama angel mm-hmm. so it might be last at the beginning of last year we had a spread your wings on self-care mm-hmm. so important when you're working in trauma um, or just for everyone really full mm-hmm. stop then we've got one coming up on the five languages of love so that's really understanding about you know how you give to a person is it's not about you it's about them so understanding mm-hmm. them before you know mm-hmm. you give is a really um great way to approach a relationship mm-hmm. um we've done one on positive psychology then we've got uh more informal meet and mingles across the year so four mm-hmm. of those across the year mm-hmm. that's just really giving the pajama angels a platform to come together and realize they're not alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they can be really tough sessions sometimes okay um other times that they can just be a whole lot of fun Mm -hmm. um but you know knowing for the pajama angels to know that it's not just them Mm -hmm. um makes all the difference Mm -hmm. in their roles what we're trying to do is create long-lasting relationships between our children and pajama angels so they need to feel supported full stop Mm. Um, and then we do a we do a pajama angel of the year award mm-hmm. halfway through the year as well, um, and that's you know to to how do you choose between all of them really? Mm. But we're supposed to choose one person to um, win the award, but um, but it's sometimes difficult. We've had mm. two for the last two years, <laughs> <laughs> and it could be you know a hundred. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So um, how do social media services like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, how yep. do they um, factor into all of this and, and do they help or, you know, how so does it with, work? Um, so we've actually started for, in support of our Pajama Angels, we've started a um, support page mm-hmm. and it is brilliant. Mm-hmm. It is like, it's not really... It's not a page to get on and, you know, talk about, um, you know, anything big in your sessions, like emotional things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about, you know, how can I support this child? You know, mm-hmm. we're struggling with, we're struggling with literacy in a 12 year old boy. Like mm-hmm. what else can I do? I'm, you know, so it's really great for that. Anything on the emotional side, we like to you know, speak to our pajama angels and mm-hmm. it's really about staying, you know, keeping positive, turning everything back to the positive in our sessions. So, yep. um, so yeah, that page is really, you know, here's a new great activity that I tried people mm-hmm. sharing their ideas, which is awesome. Um, and in what other regard did you, 
Are you talking about social media? Um, so what, you know, does it assist in like the, the growth or the awareness mm, as definitely. well? Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, we've got an amazing communications and marketing team in head office now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've been, Karina's been on board for the last three years, I think Georgia and Liz have come on board in the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but just whiz bang, brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just so many great ideas. Um, our social media campaigns, you know, when we do pajama angel across, uh, pajama day across the year, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's been um, absolutely social media is a big thing. Mm-hmm. You, I think, helped Joma around tri- our trivia night mm-hmm. with yep. advertising in the local community. Mm-hmm. So so handy. Um, it plays a huge part in everything that we do Mm. yeah I think it's um I I definitely think that when it comes to things like social media um we all want to feel um connected and I think we've we've sort of gone through this period for maybe the last 10 years or so of um using digital things as much as possible Mm -hmm. because that's like what everybody says we should be doing and then I think over the last year or so, I've noticed people to start starting to form these distances between certain things. So it might not be that you use, um, you know, Google to find a business that you buy from online. What you might actually use Google or Facebook for, for that matter, is to find a business that's local and then go to the business to yes. buy from them. Yeah. Or um, you know, to find. Um, uh, an event like the trivia night that you can go along and support and have a yeah. good time. So I think those, um, I think we're, we're at a, like a really interesting time yeah. with things like social media yeah. where we're trying People to find are, this balance yeah. between real life and yes. online life. And yeah, and I think, you know, so many small businesses, you know, it seems like, I don't know what the percentages are, but... Um, there are so many people starting their own, whether it's an online business mm. or a little local business. And um, the amount of, gosh, the, you know, just in my circle of um, friends and connections, we all want to support our our friends who are starting businesses Absolutely. or our, you know, the locals who are starting businesses. Mm. I don't want to, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to um, jump online and get everything in from overseas. I want to support the local, mm. local economy. So, um yeah, it is. It it plays a huge role and is is um, is really important in everything in um, things that everyone's doing in business. Hmm. And what do you think um, when when you think about the challenges of like advertising and and promoting um, you know events or um, you know sort of key messages that you're trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Has there been a time when you've tried to do something and you thought, oh, this would be great, and then it just completely fell flat? Oh, heaps. Do you know, we spent... Maybe just your favourite then. (laughs) We spent all this time on these these fundraising campers last year, and I mean, the time that went into it, I... We... we, um, found out how to make candles which mm-hmm. was a gr- great outcome from it but yep. um took a whole lot of time and you know we maybe sold 14 
Okay. So, um, so, and that we did a lot of around, you know, the girls in head office again, um, were really excited by it and, mm. you know, helped us get, you know, we did our, um, our photography in our little studio at home. Mm-hmm. Not really. Um, <laughs> but it just, it, yeah, it, they don't always work. Uh, <laughs> and that's fine. Actually, it was the year before, I think. Oh, no, okay. maybe not. Anyway, um, but they don't always work. And that whole, like, let it go, mm. let it go. <laughs> and what, what, what about I the think, opposite? I think we made, like, $300 out of it for the days that we put into this thing. But anyway, that's fine. As I said, we know how to make kettles. And it's profit, too. And, and you know, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yep. Like, just make candles next year. Don't do that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Maybe so. Especially especially in Victoria, because we still don't have, um, we still don't have the, the kind of uh, solar and battery backup that our South Australian counterparts do. Mm-hmm. So, inevitably, we will need candles exactly. this summer at some point. Exactly. When the power goes out for a day and a half or something like last year. So I'm sure it would be helpful. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how you can pitch it to I them actually, as well. I think we're in a little pocket where we don't lose electricity. Sorry. Sorry. You're very fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, uh, I think it went off at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh. And it was still off like that's right. 9 a.m., like a day and a bit later. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Could have used some candles then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll keep you in mind this Thank year. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and what about the opposite of that? So what about something that you thought, oh, I don't know if this will go so well or, you know, I think it'll do okay. And then it just took off and went, in, you know, really well. Mm, our trivia night. Yeah. That no, was a great I night. mean, we knew it was, we knew it was going to be good. We just didn't know it was going to be that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sorry, you were you were sat behind a wall there. You would have had a better night. It was good. You know, no, it was in the good. middle it was of the room. Time. But um, yeah, do you know, I think we've sort of perfected the formula. Mm-hmm. And I mean, having a great host is everything. We had just a brilliant host. Yep. Um, That's for sure. And yeah, you know, so I think I think um, for the big things that we've done, yeah, that definitely. Um, is in my mind. And I think when it comes to things like a, um, a trivia night, um, I think having a host that has the right amount of risk, mm-hmm. um, there's that, there's always that balance when you've got a room that's as mixed as that was, mm-hmm. I think like there's a, there's a chance to like play it safe and there's a chance to like go too far as yeah. well, like that you could go either way really with it, yes. um, with an MC. So yeah. I think, um, but the, the lady that you had on the night was fantastic. She's and hilarious. I think she, she <laughs> rode the line very, very well throughout the night and yes. had great fun with people. Yeah. Her, she actually runs a small business called Words by Emma. Words mm. with Emma. Sorry. Um, Words by Emma. Mm. Um, but she writes resumes. She's from communications background, writes resumes, yep. you know, does all that and is hilarious. So it was a really good mix. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Um, what do you think the most valuable free tool has been that you've used to either create something for the business or, um, um, or to generate more, um, interest or whatever the case may be? Facebook. Okay. Just gen, you know, I mean, 
you can't beat it really i mean we're across all like we've got facebook instagram linkedin etc mm-hmm. but facebook is definitely the you know we've got the most people on that page um mm-hmm. yeah definitely facebook awesome yeah and what do you think the next big thing is for the Pajama Foundation? Well, I'm hoping after my conversation today. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think just, I mean, we down here in Victoria, we stepped into the regional space this year. So um, Ballarat and Bendigo, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to, you know, we're hoping to grow that mm-hmm. um, more and really solidify our our spot in the community there Mm -hmm. um so that you know there needs to be quite a bit more work um around around that i'm going up to you know um meet with pajama angels who are active in the community tomorrow just Mm -hmm. to you know you really again it comes back to supporting them and knowing that them knowing that they're not alone in this journey um so that was actually this year that was a big thing a huge thing for us Mm -hmm. um stepping into the regional space and and um seeing that it's it's working well Mm um it's been great so yeah really going and making sure you know we can we can keep um producing pajama angels in that area i mean Mm -hmm. there's a massive massive need in in both towns Mm. um but we need to put more work into it and I think, you know, I think as far as the Pajama Foundation, there's always been talk about expanding into Perth, but you need to be really, you need to be really careful with, you know, growing the type of service that we have mm-hmm. or needs to be done. You know, you need to find the, the right people, the funding, mm-hmm. the, you know, it needs to be done in really um, measured sort of, um ways Mm -hmm. so um yeah you know it's all great to to i was actually thinking about um stepping into i've met with you know agencies out in the gippsland area Mm -hmm. and at the beginning of this year i'm like yeah we'll go to bendigo and then we'll go to gippsland but i had to pull back on that i'm like well you can't just start up here and then move on to here like you've really Mm -hmm. got to you know put put um you know that energy into into this area and keep on building on it Mm -hmm. um but yeah whether whether we continue to expand into other states not sure um so yeah we'll we'll see so if you'd like to learn more about the pajama foundation you can head to the pajamafoundation.com uh you've been listening to the paperclip podcast or watching the paperclip podcast uh presented by bsda we have one clear goal help you to become bigger um if you'd like to learn more about growing your business head to bsda.com.au uh and we have had we did have a, a bit of a, a dropout during the middle of the, the facebook interview as well um so i recovered but we we had um some great comments from um, people earlier so thank you very much and uh, we've got a comment there from Julie saying uh, such fabulous and important work you guys do Shannon um, at the Pajama Thanks, Foundation. Thanks Julie. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for being on the show today. Oh thanks for having me. Pleasure. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs>